What if I told you loving yourself could change your life? It can, and I know from experience. I'm Lo, and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. Hey, 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 it is Lo, and we're back for another episode. So today, I want to just talk about jumping all in. Like, you know those times when you don't even think you just do. Yes, it's like taking a chance on yourself and just getting right into it. I have a ton of times where I have done that where I'm not really like thinking about it and I just am like I need to do this right now like something is just telling me like go 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 um things like when I've entered boot camps you know those things are intense if you've ever done a boot camp or I've never actually done a technical CrossFit workout but I'm assuming it's that same kind of intenseness with them or they're more similar in that way you know but it's like sometimes you just have to do it and I remember, oh my gosh, the first boot camp that I subjected myself to, I don't know that I was fully like prepared physically for it. Like, I don't think I realized the level of intensity that came with doing that. Although, I, sh- I mean, the name is pretty descriptive. Um, but I remember like it was outside in a parking lot too, early in the morning. And I was like, you know what? If I don't like just sign up and do it, like I may never do a boot camp. And I remember the first time I like just went and did it. I actually think I fell on the cement and like scraped up my knee and everything. But the fact was I did it and I, you know, probably felt like, you know, losing the breakfast I almost ate. Like I'm, I'm sure I, (laughs) I just, I know I was just extremely worn out after that first one. Um, But it was kind of one of those situations, yeah, like where if I didn't like push myself to just go in and do it, I could have thought about, you know, forever, like what that would feel like, or maybe I'm not ready enough yet or um, all those things. Um, But sometimes you just need to just do it. You just, you have to rip the bandaid off and jump in. Then in college, I like dyed my hair pink. Uh, That was one of the times. And that was one of those two where I didn't really put a lot of thought into it other than this could be the last chance where I can have an unnatural a, a color of hair because I knew once I started my career, like odds of me finding a company that was all for me having hot pink hair um, probably wasn't going to be, you know, the norm. And I was right. It's written in, it has been at least, I haven't like checked the most recent, but in a lot of my prior roles, like in the, you know, handbook, it actually says like must have natural color of hair or shade of hair or something to that extent. So I'm super glad I ended up doing that, even though, you know, probably wasn't the best look the, towards the end of college. I did it over a winter break when I was home. My friend was a hairstylist. I was like, okay, we just need to do this because when else am I going to be able to? And so I loved it. It, I had it over Christmas break. And I remember, oh my gosh, I totally forgot about this till just now, but I actually worked at Victoria's Secret at the time, um, part-time job. And, you know, it was during the winter break that I was working there because it was close to my house, not to my school. Um, And I remember 
when I walked in there the first shift, they made me put my hair up because apparently they also had that rule in their handbook, which as a part-timer, like I wasn't fully into reading all that stuff yet. Um, even though today I am somebody who will read the contract before signing anything like, yes, I do read every word because I just want to know what the contract says. Um, but I did not fully realize that. And I remember when one of the managers was like, Carrie was all proud about my hair. I was so excited about it and it looked like so awesome. They're like, you need to pull your hair up. You're not supposed to have hair colors like that. Probably a good thing that I was part-time because they didn't make me change it or anything, you know, um, because I wasn't going to be there long, but I was glad I did it. I didn't think of all any repercussions or anything from it. I just was like, let me dive in and do this. And it's kind of funny when I, you know, dye my hair or have in the past, I've done things like I signed up to be a hair model once and I went from having like completely like no hair dye and my hair was probably the longest it ever was. It was shortly after my wedding and my hair was super long and I just was like on a whim, I want to be a hair model. And so I signed up because there was one in town and because my hair, what you had to go to a, like a, a test, a testing for it where they like decided if you could be one of their hair models that was for a color company. Um, and they had some really cool colors, but I remember I had to tell them about the rule at my work with naturalish hair colors or shades or whatever. So they couldn't do like their bright Prisma colors on me, which would have been so cool. But I was like, yeah, I can still do something, but this is my only restriction. Um, and so I had to go to like a hair casting call, maybe. <laughs> maybe that's what it was. And they tested to see if my hair it took color really well. But when they saw me and they realized my hair was, you know, un there was no color in it at all. And it was all like my own hair. I remember them saying, we're going to use you for the onstage cut in color. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. Um, but what I didn't realize at the time was that it was going to be a speed cut round and no joke when I was there at the on stage, they pulled, I thought they were just going to do a haircut like with scissors and the normal process, but they pulled out like a guy's shaver, um, you know, thing that they would use to like trim up the sides or something, or like if a woman's getting part of her hair shaved or whatever, or somebody's getting their hair, they pulled that out and no they did not shave any parts of my hair thank goodness because that probably would have been over the top for me I never even considered that could be an option um so I got slightly nervous because here I am sitting on a stage in front of everyone like that's at this conference and I'm supposed to be smiling and carefree and happy and excited and here I hear this thing like buzzing I'm like oh my gosh what are they gonna do and no joke they took the racer and just they cut my hair super short, like, and, like, they put, like, peaks in it in a way. Like, it wasn't an even cut. Um, so there were, like, I don't know, maybe, like, little wing-type things in the way they ended up doing it. Um, but, yeah, they, like, literally cut off the length of my hair all while I'm sitting on stage. And I'm just, like, smiling because I totally did not get prepped for that. A, being a hair novice in that way with, like, never having been at a hair competition or I'm sorry, hair show or something before. I've never tried to be a hair model before. Like I had no clue that's what they could do, but they did. I was the quick cut example where they were just going to show how easy it was to take somebody's long hair and cut it really short with like 
the hair shaver razor. Um, so yeah, something maybe I would have wanted to like know a little bit more about in advance or ask questions, but Hey, I just dove right in. And I was like, yeah, you can do whatever you want. My only stipulation is that you, you know, don't put crazy colors in my hair cause I have to go to work. Um, they did do multiple colors in my hair, but they were all natural tones. So it fit the company policy, but my hair was probably the most wild um, in some ways that it had been because of that. Um, but I kind of, you know, not a hairstyle I'll ever repeat or a color pattern that I would choose again for myself, but it was an experience and something like I just felt like, why not? Like my hair will grow back. Like, let's just try this. And so I did that. And also in college too. Oh, high school was probably the first time I used to dye my hair um, for presentations. One time I was doing a report on Lucille Ball and I actually had to like dress as her in high school. And so like the night before I put like a reddish hair dye in my hair to match Lucille Ball. So I did that. And then in high school, ironically enough, I was doing a presentation. Um, it was in a marketing class about how could you rebrand a brand and make it like a family brand. And so I chose Hooters of all things because I wanted it to be a family thing. And I had the cutest like shirt and everything that I kind of made where it was like the dad with the little tie, the owls, you know, using the owls from there. But there was a mom with her little pearls and her, like her purse and then a kid with one of those spinny hats and like a little girl with like a bow. It was like this cute little owl family and making it a wholesome environment for everyone. <laughs> um, but yeah, I felt like my hair needed to be dramatic for that presentation. So I went, you know, just found like a box of dye color and dyed my hair like the super drastic different color. So like in that way, I'm very jump right into it. And just when I'm feeling a creative vibe or like I just need something to be different, you know, I just go into it. Another thing that I'm kind of impulsive about in that way is like if I feel like there's, I don't know, I always get seem to get caught on these shake plans. I always feel like I want to be a shake person. Like it would be so easy, like replace my coffee in the morning have it be a great way to start out breakfast with like this protein boost and all that. So I always go crazy. Like I will buy multiple flavors and I will, sometimes they are horrible and I'm throwing them all away, but I like dive into these shake plans. And the thing is, I don't really ever like the shakes. Like I've never found one where I'm like, I could drink this every day. Like I'll start out saying that and I'll be this big proponent of it. So if you ever see me posting about a shake where I'm like, oh, I love this. I'm drinking it every day. Like it's going to be short lived because that is my pattern. Like unless I truly do find one and then like check back if I'm still drinking it in six months <laughs> and then you'll know it's one I truly love. But, you know, I always get like into these things where I like impulsively buy and I like get all the flavors and I do it for a while and I'm like, oh, I could never drink another shake again. And I like toss it all. And I almost feel like it's such a waste. Like I have wasted so much money at the time. I'm like, why did you do this? You knew this was going to happen. But it's like, I just had to do it. You know, when you're getting those feelings, like you just need to go, like sometimes you just need to go and you just need to say like, whatever, I will deal with the change or if it doesn't work out, it's okay. Um, but you just need to be impulsive sometimes because I feel like so many times you think about every pro and con of a situation where you're like, I'm going to hesitate before I buy that. You know, I need to think this through. And it's like sometimes even if it's 
a money investment or it's a personal investment and you're not quite sure if you're going to succeed, the fact that you even started is the win in that. And it's like, you've just got to do it. And I feel like we hold ourselves up so much. Like I've talked about that trip to Miami. That was another impulse buy, which has benefited me for years to come. But that was an expensive impulse buy, probably one of the most expensive because it was the ticket. It was the conference fee and it was the hotel fee in Miami. Nonetheless, like wasn't like I was going to, you know, nowhere USA. It was like big city, big price tags. I remember the sticker shock from the Uber ride from the airport to my hotel. OMG. It was a $50 Uber ride. Like, I don't know that I've ever spent that much again. And like the Uber ride also from the restaurant back to the hotel, like after the conference, Oh my goodness. So, cause that was like a peak night rate of a Saturday night in Miami. And it was like, that was actually more than the airport one. I want to say it was like 70 or $80. I, wow. It was so much. I just felt like, oh my gosh, I'm spending so much after I've already spent so much to get here. And I just kept thinking my poor husband, here I am like springing this trip on him and like, I'm going and booking it all so fast and then traveling like I don't know sometimes I just do these things and I feel really bad later like that I have spent so much of our money on these like whim things that I do but in some cases they really pay off really well also like getting into you know my master's yes it was something that I definitely thought about way back in the day I made a goal but like when I actually got into it sure I did weigh out the process of schools and like figured out like yes, I need to take the GMAT. Like I I needed to prepare some, but it was a decision where I didn't fully go down the rabbit hole of like, okay, well, the cost of this outweigh this. Or like I didn't allow myself to think of all the potential negatives, like the cons. I didn't go through the con list. I only went through the pro list because I think if I had really thought through all the cons and like the fact that I'd still be paying down student loan debt all these years later or, you know, fully vetted out like how much time sacrifice it was going to take or you know the amount of life I wouldn't be living because I had to put school first for so long I don't know that I would have put myself through the program even though like I really wanted to and it was a goal of mine and something I knew I'd benefit from I think if I really went through the pros and cons fully the cons would have outweighed the pros in some ways especially at that time you know like you're thinking okay I'm in my 20s there's so much for me to do and see and you know experience in here or like early 30s maybe even Uh, yeah it was probably early 30s but either way you know there's all these other life experiences that are happening that I have to kind of like put on the back burner for a few years to do this and I think if I had really let myself do really go through the process I would have like maybe not done it um so I'm just here to like advocate for if you get that itch if your mind is racing, if it's if it's going and you know you're like, yes, I've got to do this. My gut is telling me I've got to do this. Like dive right in, especially if you can see the image of what's ahead. If you're kind of a visual person like me in that way where you like can see a picture in your mind of something and you know like one day you're going to have it or do it, like support that, like nurture it, like go for it, figure out a way because often you will find the successful side of it. Not all the time. There have been some flops where I've definitely like, I wasted my money. I shouldn't have, div- you know, dived in on that one. I should have maybe thought about the cons of it first. 
Oh, another thing. Oh my gosh. I even got my husband roped in on this one for a while. I was like, we need to do Nutrisystem. It's going to be so easy. So not only did I get myself to subscribe to Nutrisystem and him, I also went to the container store and I bought like all of these bins and organization systems for all of the food because, you know, it was apartment life in SoCal. It wasn't that big of an apartment. Um, couldn't afford more square footage because it was so expensive where we were. And so I was like, there's no way all this food's going to fit in the cabinets we have. So I bought this whole organization system and I didn't buy like, let me get the, you know, junkiest one. I'm like, this is going to be like publicly in our apartment. So I need to get top of the line. So of course I go to the container store. I spend all this money plus the program for all this food and have it all start shipping and all this stuff and like hated it. Program was not for me or really for him. It just, no, it wasn't for us. I should have vetted it more. I should have really thought about it, ignored the cons. It was like I saw an offer, the ad on TV, it hit me. Something in my mind was like, go for it, go for it. You know, it is what it is, go for it. And invested a ton of money because all the startup fees, all of the, like, it was a thing. And then, yeah, just. <laughs> He came, we did it for a little bit, and then I, I'm the one who jumped off the bandwagon first. He was like, no, I'm going to keep going. I'm like, go go for it. Good for you. But eventually, no, did, didn't do it. Needed to cancel. Had spent all this money. Had to pay a cancellation fee because we are canceling before whatever the period was. It was just this whole thing. And then the bins. I'm like, great, well, we can reuse these bins. Well, come to find out the bins smelled because they had obtained, you know, whatever sent the food mixture that was all shoved into them did so it's like all those bins from the container store ended up like in the garbage they were not salvageable I did not want anything I put in there to smell like them so that was a learning lesson that was one where should have gone through the con list um but sometimes you know I just have to chalk it up to need to be extremely impulsive even though I am by nature an organized person I love to think of every scenario of how a situation can go, especially in work. I am one of those who almost like, you know, I think about things a little too much sometimes. And then I like have to just like push myself to dive in. But I'm like, okay, this could happen this way. This could happen this way. And because I want to know, like, what do I need to troubleshoot for? Like, what can I try to expect that I need to just like go with to make sure like my plan is solid and like, you know, somebody else, especially in marketing, right? If you're developing a program or something like external people, are going to be experiencing it. And you're trying to figure out like, is there anything that I can pre-plan for in case this situation happens or this narrative? So like that whole thought process that I go through for like a big campaign or strategy I'm developing, I absolutely am vetting every single con and the cons of the cons and like what situation if somebody did this X, Y, or Z, like, and I think of like, try to think of like the most wild scenario um, and know that it would probably only happen like maybe once, but like if that person does that one action once, like how can I correct for that? Or, you know, so I do, I, I meticulously go through my plans and strategies and try to poke holes in every which way I can. So like, if you know that about me there, you can see how like in my life outside of work, how I might like carry that over because it is in my nature. It's in my nature to figure out like every, every situation and that's why when I can get into this, like, I need to just be impulsive and do it. Like, I don't necessarily stop myself because I do get into analysis paralysis. I do force myself into this 
no, you shouldn't do this because of that. So sometimes I just have to go. And so I urge you, if you are like me in any way, even like a fraction of me, like stop yourself sometimes, like let yourself just be, let yourself just like move forward in that moment, even though like, yeah, you may make an investment and it may just basically be like you threw your money out. Sometimes you've just got to do it. You've got to experience it. You've got to try it because you're going to learn. And like, trust me, every time I see a commercial for like a food system or something where I'm tempted to like make life easy with, you know, pre-planned meals that are like great and going to be on my nutrition plan or in my daily calorie count or whatever it is, like I think twice. I don't usually go for it. I'm like, no, no, you can make your own stuff. You can, you know, package it because I learn from those times where it is a flop. But I'm super excited about those experiences too. And that's, you know, what learning is all about and what life is about. It's about trying things that you may not normally try. And it's about not, you know, getting mad at yourself for those times that you, you know, waste or whatever where you realize it wasn't a fit. So I'm here to tell you it's okay to dive in. Give yourself permission. It's okay to figure it out later what those next steps are because sometimes like the boot camp, you just have to go and fall and scrape your knee to realize, okay, I need to be a little more, you know, prepared when I go next time. And like, I for sure, I didn't give up. In fact, I entered multiple other boot camps after that and I only got stronger and better, but I was a little more like self-aware of my limitations and realizing like I didn't have to be the best one out there. It was okay that I was at my level and, you know, just give it a go. So Go into life balancing and planning when you need to, but also be super impulsive. Love everything you're doing. And when it strikes, like give in, just like jump all in, do it because things that come out of those moments are sometimes just so amazing. So thank you so much for tuning in this week. And another awesome topic is coming next week. Enjoy. That was your weekly dose of self-love with me, Lo. Want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM. Let me know what you want to hear, what you think, and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out podcast.